0: We've uh, done a survey um, uh, earlier uh, last year to determine the problem with stock-outs of medications because more more than half of uh, service users reported to have experienced lack of medication at clinics um, as well as hospitals. Um, And it was a a percentage of 59% that reported this. But it may be higher because um, in communication with nursing staff, they indicated that service users may not necessarily be aware of medications not being available because they would substitute it with another medication or borrow from another clinic.
1: Did you then embark on a process of trying to uh, find out just exactly how dire the situation is and, of course, how severe the shortage is?
0: That's correct. We needed some uh, evidence and to see what the impact is on um, people with mental illness not having their medication being available.
1: And what did you find, Charlene?
0: Um, the service users indicated not only that the so shortage of medication impact on their mental well-being, but also other areas of their life. Uh, for example, they experience a lot of anxiety, um, lack of sleep. Um, you know, some of them relapse, and some of them actually uh, relapse completely where they need to be admitted to a hospital. Um, others who are employed, of course, that impact on their employment as well. So it's really a domino effect, the impact
1: on their entire life. Is there any recourse in situations like these? You know, uh, can people go elsewhere to try and buy the medication privately? And I I do fully understand that sometimes people are not even in a position financially uh, to go that route. But, you know, what sort of avenues are available if they cannot access the medication that they need at the primary health care clinics?
0: Yeah, first of all, it's, it's a lot of medications are expensive. A lot of the people with mental illness, act, of course, at um, state mental health care services are unemployed. So it becomes very difficult for them to actually go and purchase it privately. Um, and also the f- financial implications of going back and forth to the clinic using public transport, that's also costly. But what they can do, um, there is, they can report it to us if there's a medication out of stock at a specific clinic or hospital. And we then report it to, there's a stop stock outs campaign, um, and we report it to them. And they try and um, make sure that the medications are available at the clinic, you know, as soon as possible for those people to go and collect their medication. So they can do that.
1: And Charlene, in your interaction with the clinics, you know, in compiling this report, what reasons were you given uh, by the institutions for the shortages? You know, there's various uh, reasons given.
0: Um, sometimes it's because orders are not properly done. and um, Sometimes there's a, a lack of medication at the main pharmacy. Um, so we don't really know exactly where the problem, but it looks like it's not really managed well, the ordering of the medications and distributions uh, to the clinics. So that that seems to be one of the problems.
1: And there does seem to be very little awareness around this issue. What would you attribute that to?
0: You know, I think especially... Um, people with mental illness don't always report these incidents. And it's always a thing. If you don't support something, you know, it's difficult to address that problem. So it's always important that when there's a lack of medication at the clinic, hospitals report it so that the problem can be addressed. Um, and I think people aren't aware that it's actually their right to have adequate access to healthcare services. And They must insist and stand up for that right, that they need that medication, and that is their right.
1: And um, I see, Charlene, um, in that report, you also mentioned that uh, the burden of mental, uh, neurological and substance use disorders in the public health sector increased by 41 percent between 1990 and 2010, and that that number is increasing all the time. Um, do you have uh, do you think that, uh, you know, the Department of Health is sufficiently aware of and taking care of this problem?
0: Um They're definitely aware of this. They should be aware of the increase. Um, But whether they actually give adequate attention to mental health is another story. I think globally it's a huge problem that mental health is definitely not on the general health agenda. Um, And often when we see budget cuts uh, in, in the health sector, mental health is always the first one to have budget cuts. So that is a a real concern, and it's actually very ironic if you think that mental health disorders, I mean, is so prevalent. Um, Another statistic that one in four people actually experience a mental health problem at some point in their life, that's 25% of the population,
1: it's huge. So what would you like to see happen? How how can we um, make sure that we deal with this more effectively?
0: Yeah, I think uh, government, um, first of all, mental health needs to be uh, set as a priority within the general health sector. Um, And I think government needs to work together, um, you know, with the NGOs and the service users and make sure that services are of high quality and that medication are available at the clinics. Because remember with mental illness, which is also a form of disability, what we call a psychosocial disability. Um, and for someone, for example, with a, a physical disability, requires a wheelchair, that's fine. For a person with a mental illness or a psychosocial disability, it requires medication to be able to function. And it's really it's, it's a, a problem holistically. I mean, that person can't, can't function if they don't have the medication. And it's really sad um, because of the impact of that. It's, It's horrifying to actually live with the symptoms of a mental illness and knowing you can't get help.
1: Well, Charlene, we are going to leave it there. But hopefully, you know, um, just through doing this interview, we would have raised uh, the awareness even more because it is difficult, as you say. And there does seem to be quite a bit of apathy around this particular subject. And we can't forget what happened last year uh, with with the life is too many um, patients and the tragic outcome there.